On this Aviation Special, we talk with Jeremy Caldera from IAS about his time on the CTS Steering Committee, volunteering in Avixa, and the future of the CTS program. All that and more, next on this Aviation Special. The network for the AV industry. What are you listening to? This. This is AV. This. This. This is AV Nation. This is AV Nation. This is an AV Nation special. Volunteering in AV. This is an AV Nation special. My name is Tim Albright. I am your host. Every year, Avixa uh, opens up the uh, voting for the CTS Steering Committee. Uh, we're going to talk about that and a couple other things with my buddy and pal, Mr. Jeremy, Jeremy Caldera from IAS. Welcome, sir. Hello. Uh, so you have been on the CTS Steering Committee for three years. Uh, I'm sorry, for four years. You've been three years as the chair. Uh, this yes. is your last year, if I'm not mistaken. Yes, this is my last year serving on the steering committee, and my term is up, and I cannot run again. I think I can, if I read the rules correctly, in a few more years, but uh, they like to have everybody take a break and get some fresh blood in there. So, Well, the first question is, is what, was the, what, what drew you there? What, what got you involved in the, in the steering committee? Well, it was just interesting because uh, I had just start and get, started getting more and more involved with the VIXA Infocom at the time, right? And uh, we started to teach classes, design classes. Um, you know, I had just achieved my CTSI, so I became a dual cert, and this was probably six, seven years ago, maybe. And um, myself and uh, my uh, boss at the time, Jay McArdle, him and I were starting to teach classes together at, um, the, at the Infocom show in Vegas and in Orlando. And uh, Melissa Taggart at the time was uh, the kind of the person that was in charge of that. Uh, now, uh, so that's Mandy uh, at Avixa for kind of organizing and overseeing all of certification standards and education and kind of all that stuff. And, uh, you know, it's true what they say. Once you start volunteering at Avixa, they kind of just suck you in and you can't get away. So uh, they had mentioned steering committee to me and said, you know, would you like to start getting involved with CTS and some other stuff? And, and I began writing, um, the exams, right? So we would actually go out and, um, you know, that's a three-day session for each of the CTS, CTSD, and CTSI. Um, they do it in separate weeks um, where we could go out and um, review and evaluate uh, all the people's comments and questions that, that they, you know, if you're taking an exam, they leave the spot at the bottom where you can leave notes on questions or, um, you know, just make comments and, and we evaluate all those and we uh, get, and it's a whole bunch of uh, industry experts, right? And we evaluate those, and then we start to look at the test as a whole and all the questions and how they're performing and um, essentially write new questions for the exam. So the exam is always fresh and up-to-date um, and, and modern, if you will, right? So it doesn't, doesn't become outdated. Like We don't want to still be testing on S-video connectors, right? So Oh, but why? Yeah, I know, I know. So we got, I got really involved with that, and that was actually a whole just crazy experience. Uh, I originally started that uh, with the CTSD and then did both CTS and CTSI after that. Uh, and then just kind of after doing that, um, I just kind of became intrigued with the whole process. Um, I moved on to the ethics committee at one point, uh, and I'm actually still on that committee, and I'll probably – I think I can continue to serve on that committee. Um, and we don't really meet that often. It's only if uh, something comes up with the violation of someone taking a test or something like that, um, which is good that we don't meet that often. <laughs> that means that never happens. So, um, 
you know, I got involved with that. And then the steering committee just, you know, was responsible for the oversight of all the subcommittees and the whole CTS program as a whole, you know, and just in general, right? Uh, where do we take the program? How do we expand it? Um, and, and everything that goes with that. And uh, that's not to say the committee does most of the work because we don't, right? It's it's kudos to the Avixa staff and the certification staff and Adrian and everybody there that, that just, I mean, that's their everyday job, full-time job, right? Is how do we expand certification and, and, and taking care of all of, uh, you know, the administrative stuff on the back end there and the staff at Avix is absolutely fantastic for that. But the guidance for the CTS program and the oversight of all those committees is done by the steering committee. Uh, and that is actually an elected position. It's one of the few elected positions or one of the few steering committees that is not uh, where the chair is not appointed by the leadership search committee. And the LSC is another thing that I'm on that I can explain about later, but the LSC would typically appoint the chairs to all the councils at Avixa. And the chairs would work with staff to actually get, um, you know, members to join, uh, whether it be the steering committees or, or whatever the committees there are. Uh, certification because of ANSI requirements and some other rules and bylaws and whatnot within AVIXA uh, actually sits somewhat independent. Um, it reports to the board of directors like everything else, but we don't really have much oversight on the AVIXA side. It's kind of a separate Kind of a separate entity, if you will, underneath Avixa, if that makes sense. And I, I, want, I hope I'm not explaining it wrong, but I'm just trying to get, you know, just kind of get the explanation out there that we're a little bit different in that we are fully elected by the representatives of the CTS program. Meaning if you have your CTS, you get to vote for the person who represents you on the steering committee to oversee the entire program. So, um Every couple of years, actually every year, there's an election. Uh, there's so many people that sit on the committee, and uh, the term is actually two years, so I had to be elected twice. Um, and there's a couple of, you know, it, it's an open forum. Actually, right now, I think it might close today while we're recording this, but uh, I know the ballots will be coming out soon. Um, but you actually have to submit your resume, statement of interest. There's a whole thing that goes with this, letters of recommendation to even get on the ballot. And once you're considered by the um, another committee, like a ballot committee or an election committee, I don't know who it is that oversees and picks who goes on the ballot based on qualifications, uh, that goes out then to the everybody. So if you hold a CTS, you'll get an email next month, right? If you hold yeah. a CTSI, you'll get an email next month. Uh, if you have a CTSI and a CTSD, you'll get to vote for those representatives. If you have uh, a specialty CTS, you will not get to vote for just the regular CTS person. It's kind of a weird bylaw thing. Uh, but it's interesting just having everybody, you know, vote for you, right? And it's it's hard to – it's a hard election to win, I want to say, because um, you really have to write your bio and your statement of interest, and, and you really have – I mean, some people just fill these things out and send them in just to get on the ballot. But realistically, I mean, not a lot of – I mean, a lot of people know me maybe now because I've been so involved with it, and I've had the awesome benefit of signing everyone in the world's CTS cert, especially <laughs> the Avixa name change. Right. They all know the new ones came out with my name on it, which was awesome. But, um, you know, before anybody knows you and a lot of the people that are running now, um, you know, this goes out worldwide. I mean, everybody in the world that has a CTS of some kind has to vote and they don't know you. So they're reading your bio. They're reading your statement of interest and um, basing that election there. Uh, the chair position. They're, they're also I'm certain because I did this you know, in, the, in the last couple of elections is they're looking you up. Right, whether that's on LinkedIn or they're checking out your your company's page, you know, oh, you, yeah. you run you you're owner of IAS, they're Impuria, so they're checking out all sorts of, of different aspects of your life, not just you know the the bio that, that comes out with the the ballot. 
Correct. Yeah. I, it was interesting to see how many, uh, you know, you know, LinkedIn, I don't pay for the premium cause it's like, you know, $2,000 a week it's or something yeah. for LinkedIn. Yeah. But, uh, it, it's funny, you know, cause it'll tell you how many people, um, you know, 32 people viewed your profile this week and I'll tell you like the last two, right. The weeks that the election ballot was out every year, I would get these like just major spikes in people viewing my profile. And after the first year, uh, I got a little nervous about it. And um, thankfully, I was warned by some other people that were <laughs> previous, you know, friends of mine that were previously on the steering committee. Said, make sure your LinkedIn bio is up to date. <laughs> You're going to get a big boost. And I did. I mean, it was huge. And I uh, got a lot of, uh, well, I don't want to say friend requests. That's the Facebook way of saying it. But the uh, connection Right, yeah, the connection request. You can tell how much I'm on LinkedIn. <laughs> you know, I check it when I get my messages. That's about it. But no, no, I mean, I would get a huge spike, and I, we would see some traffic at the website. With you know, whether it was here at IS or formerly when I was at ZDI when I ran last time. Um, uh, I mean, we could see that. You can see those data analytics, and it's 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 cool because we get a lot. I mean, that gives us exposure too, which is kind of nice. You know, uh, especially a smaller company like me, I'll take all the exposure I can get out there because it's not just CTS. The CTS holders are not just other integrators and consultants. I mean, there's end users more and more uh, that we're seeing, and that's the, the data is proving it, that uh, they're, they're the ones that are out there getting certified. So that's great. If I can get my company name in front of them, that's fantastic. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, from, from whether it's the steering committee, the, the, the um, leadership part of it, or the, or the steering committee itself, what value does that bring uh, both to Avixa and, and also to the industry at, at large? The certification program as a whole, I think, is is vital, right? I mean, every industry, especially when you get into the IT world, right? Uh, it's interesting. My brother, ex-brother-in-law, he, um, you know, he, he never finished his degree, right? But he's got more certifications than I've ever seen in my life and holds a job in higher positions in the federal government doing network security than I ever would have imagined for someone who never finished college, right? But it, it, and that's not to say college doesn't have value to it, right? I mean, especially it does. But as you know, and I mean, I can't tell you how many podcasts we've done over the years, right, where we're talking about recruiting industry talent and how there's no edu formal education for what we do. Um, you know, the certification becomes key to understanding the basic knowledge and what there is that's out there and how, you know, how to specialty to design and to installation. And, and employers are looking for that. Customers are looking for that. Um, consultants are looking for that with from their integrators so I mean there's just more and more value that you'll see to getting it right uh, you know as an integration company you know I'm starting to see more and more bid specs come out where I have to have so X amount of people certified right and that's good because it's 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 holding the industry as a whole to a higher standard uh, not just on the consulting and bids bid end but I mean I, I promote that like, even when I'm doing design build stuff I'll tell my customers hey you know look at this is what we do this is the certifications we go through this is the process this is the value to that because it will set us apart as an integrator you know against our competition that you know we make these investments and we do this. And like I said, just in general, it will hold the industry to a higher standard. Well, and, and also the, the, the CTS is intrinsically tied to APEX certification. I mean, obviously you have the, the customer feedback as well, but you have to have so many CTSs in your organization to even achieve that. Yeah, I mean, we're seeing monumental numbers on the CTS program and how that's growing exponentially. And we're seeing the same thing in the APEX uh, program, uh, you know, for, for people who don't know, that's the audio visual provider of excellence is it's their program. And it's a certification program that uh, Avixa has, uh, where back in the day, they used to say that, you know, you have to be and you'll see it on some bid specs still a bronze level 
integrator or a silver level integrator, gold level integrator. Well, they, they did away with that and they came out with the Apex program. And with the Apex program, you have to have so, you know, you have to prove that you adhere to standards and that you do uh, commissioning checkoffs. And I have to have clients. I, I just went through this last week, actually, my, my renewal on that. Uh, yeah, I have to have clients fill out surveys of, of what it's like to work with us, right? Um, and that's taken into consideration along with the minimum requirements that you need to have based on the size of your company for certified personnel. So it's not just the certification, it's, it's taking it a step further with all of that other documentation and saying, hey, you know, let's, let's raise the industry even more. You know, let's, get, let's start issuing Apex. Now, years ago when Apex first came out, it was, it was a really interesting theory what they were doing. And I had some questions about it, but I wanted to support the program. And fortunately at the time uh, I was at ZDI, uh, I, I did all that. I, I went through the process and it was grueling, especially the first year, but we were the first company to ever do it. You know, which which was fantastic, and then just a few short years later, uh, I had moved over here to IAS and and taken over this company. And the first thing I wanted to do was make us an Apex company. So I started, you know, issuing more sort of, you know, requiring more certifications of my personnel. And then we became the 50th Apex company. And now there's probably 75 or 80. I don't know the exact number. I have to check with Aaron at Avixa. But uh, yeah, it's it's growing. Um, the CTS program is growing, and and I think just in general, like you said, it's 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 elevating the industry as a whole and holding everybody to a higher standard. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I want to shift gears just slightly for, uh, for a second. How important, because you've been involved for a, a good number of years, how important is volunteering for you, both from a, a professional standpoint as well as, as a personal standpoint? Well, I mean, <laughs> if I hadn't volunteered, started volunteering at Avixa years ago, I don't know where I would be at in my career today, honestly. I don't know that I would honestly be the CEO of IS Technology right now because just for me on a, on a personal level, I have made some of the greatest friends on earth, right? Um, the people I've met over the past six years just in the industry from yourself to Chuck Espinoza to the guys like Justin. And I mean, the, the spread all over the country, Luke Jordan, all these guys, right? Um, they're guys that they're, they're great people, right? And it's like I said, it's a small, it's a small industry. It's a small world, but the ability to, Today, for example, I, I had a problem I'm trying to solve for one of my clients. I didn't have a solution for it. I, got, I called two people <laughs> that I know that I've taught with in the past. And I said, hey, w what have you done for this? You know what I mean? And, and we all kind of help each other out. And they had the exact solution for me within my budget. I said, look at these guys, you know. So moving into the professional realm, not only have I made good friends, I've made, you know, the ability to um, network, right, with just, I mean, industry-leading people. Some of them, I mean, I would have never imagined that some of the world's leading consultants are some of my best friends now, you know. One of the people who, I mean, were involved with the creation of the CTS program are some of my absolute best friends on earth and don't live far from me, <laughs> you know, and we get together on a regular basis outside of just the Infocom show, which is great. Um, I, I mean, just that the ability to have that and the ability to, um, you know, just network and meet these people and, and just rely on them and, and, and build mentorships, you know what I mean, uh, is, it's, it's humbling when people call me, but I can't tell you how rewarding it is that I get to call them, you know, just about any time I want, you know, and I can look at these guys as mentors. Um, I don't know. That's all I get. No, so well, it, it, obviously important to you professionally and obviously personally. Right. Both, but yeah. It's great for the company. It's great for me. That was going to be my next question is, is how does that translate then into value for the companies? Because right now you, 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 you know, IAS is, is your baby, but if you, you know, you previously you worked for ZDI, which is somebody else's company, mm -hmm. but there was value there 
at, for ZDI for you to become a volunteer. So what value then does that bring to companies, whether it's yours in, in your company, or it's another uh, AV professional who just happens to work for somebody who also is volunteering? What value does that bring to, to their organization? I think that, that based on, you know, I mean, what, what are the values of the organization as a whole? I mean, that's what you kind of have to look at. You know, the, the fortunate thing at ZDI, and I try to embrace it here at IS, is, is we took a lot of pride in, you know, education of everyone on the staff, right? We took a lot of pride in wanting to be the people who push the industry and elevate the industry, right? Um, and, you know, in exchange for that, it, it our customers see that because we're, we're, we have the ability to, you know, go above and beyond and these certifications and kind of all this stuff. And, and the more you volunteer and the more you get involved, the easier it is to kind of, um, uh, you know, I don't, I don't know. I don't know how to describe it. It's just very interesting. I, I can give you an example though. Um, that's worked out great for me just being involved with all this, all the volunteering that I've done, whether it's education or CTS or whatever. Um, you know, I was working on a large project. Um, you know, I mean, I yes, we're, we're a small, you know, a small three, $4 million company, right. Based out of central Illinois. So we're not huge. Um, and I've got the capability to reach all over the country, but I can't do that necessarily easily. Right. Most of my stuff is regional. Um, but, because I have such great relationships with people I've met, whether it's, you know, Mike Shin, Jeremy Elsess, or these guys that are, are helping in all these other larger organizations, you know, if I have a project that pops up in Phoenix, Arizona, I can call and say, Hey, I want to partner with you guys. Let's do this, you know, and, and together, uh, instead of looking at it as competition, we'll, we'll tackle this and, and do what's right for the customer. So having the ability to do that is of huge value to a company of my size, you know, just because of all the networking I've done and all the great relationships I've, I've forged over the years doing that. All right. So as we wrap up here, if you're talking to an AV professional, whether they are just getting their, their feet wet, they're a green tech, uh, or they're somebody who's been in the industry for a long time, if they came to you and they were able to sit down with you and say, Jeremy, how do I get involved? What's, what was the first couple of steps to even getting involved and starting to volunteer with Avixa? Well, I mean, it's interesting you ask that because, I've, you know, my position within the leadership search committee, the LSC at Avixa, um, that's exactly my role, right, which is to help find um, the volunteers that we need at the organization. So uh, from the LSC level, we, you know, we appoint the board of directors as well as uh, all the council chairs and committee chairs and things like that outside of certification. And I get a lot of people who are always asking me that. It's, 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 it's easy and it's not easy, right? I've got some people that have been trying to volunteer forever and some people that just get right into it, right? It comes down to what is it that you want to do? What's your passion, right? Uh, if you like to teach and you think that you can uh, teach a design course or teach a networking course because you have expertise in X, Y, or Z area of our industry, um, that's easy to do because they're always looking for great instructors, especially when it comes trade show time, you know? Uh, if you're looking to get involved more with uh, certification, well, you know, I can steer you in that, you know, steer you that way over to over to the certification department because then you can start getting involved with uh, exam writing or serve on some subcommittees for CTS uh, uh, or whatnot. Or if you even wanted to run for the steering committee, just watch for the open call for nominations. Um, there's ways you can get, you know, if you go to Avix's website, you'll be able to see right there that says, you know, you know, how do I volunteer? Um, there is a, a general membership committee that will, um, you know, that you can just send your email to and they'll help steer you in the right direction. But, you know, it's harder and it takes a little bit longer to go that route. So I, I always tell everybody, think about what it is you want to do. What is your passion that you have in the industry? 
and uh, figure out a way to merge that together, whether it's through education or sta even standards or, or certification. Uh, if you can kind of narrow that in a little bit, then, you know, someone like myself uh, or anyone else that's kind of involved with Avixa can kind of steer you to a more direct person, if that makes sense. That makes sense. Uh, all right. As, as we, we, we finally wrap up here, as you are leaving the CTS steering committee, what is your hope or maybe your, your final message to both the folks that have been on that committee with, with you for four years, but also those folks who are, are looking to volunteer and up for election here coming up or, or those folks who are voting for those members? I, I would say that, you know, my hope for the program as a whole is that it, we could expand, you know, above and beyond where we're at now. I think, I don't remember the exact number when I started, but I want to say we had about 8,000 people that were certified just as a whole. Uh, I, I believe now, I mean, we crossed the 12,000 mark this year for certifications and it's exponentially grown internationally, which is even better. So we're starting to see a lot more recognition, uh, especially in the Middle East and Southeast Asia and some other areas like that. And, you know, markets like India that are starting to expand that they're, uh, uh, you know, there's more certifications coming out there uh, as well, which is great. And I'm, I mean, I'm proud that the whole program and the staff at Avixa was able to achieve that. And I think that my hope there is that we can, you know, double it again even faster, right? That let's let's get more and more people out there because it, there is a value to it. Uh, it. It does hold us to a higher standard. And I think that, you know, it, if you are in support of that, uh, of holding the industry to a higher standard and, and, and seeing all that and education, get involved with, this, with the steering committee, get involved with the CTS program because, uh, it's only going to make yourself better, your company better, and like I said, the industry as a whole better. So, right, that'll be a good uh, place to, to end on, uh, Mr. Jeremy Caldera from IAS. Thank you, sir. Uh, yeah, if well, somebody wants to get a hold of you or IAS, how do they do that? Uh, IASTechnology.net is our website. My Twitter handle is at Jeremy underscore Caldera. Of course, you can find me on LinkedIn and all that other jazz as well. Very good. Thank you so much, sir. My name is Tim Albright. Uh, for more information about us and Aviation, go by the website avnation.tv. Avnation.tv. Thanks so much for listening. Thank you so much for watching. This has been an Aviation special.